At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Robert Harrington, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow, and I'll love you forever. This is Aaron from Springfield, Missouri, and you're listening to That Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! You're watching. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this place. I loved her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people! This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode three seventy seven, brought to you the week of April twenty second. 2021 i am your host my name is james and my good friend is here i am john and leto's are my favorite thing leto's leto's what are those <laughs> it's legos oh <laughs> that's a quote from my youngest son oh when he was a wee lad oh speaking of Leto. youngest son introduce him hey. okay i guess i <laughs> over here by my leftover is is my youngest james james welcome to the well, show man Thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. Right yes, it has. So, what, so how old are you now? I'm 11. 11 years old, 11 teen, <laughs> as I like to say. <laughs> and um, what grade are you in? I'm in fifth. Fifth grade. Are you married? Uh, that's for a different story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, it's a simple yes or no. Are you married? <laughs> No. Okay, good. You'll find sure. out later. You'll find out later. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. You'll wow. find out what the story part is. Okay, all right. So there's a story involved. It's complicated story. is how it yeah. would be if it was on Facebook, yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, all right. Okay, well, Johnny, uh, or, or Johnny, James is, uh, is John's son, and we're very excited to have him. He's been wanting to get on for a while. So, you know, it's one of the perks of being one of the host's kids. Is you get to be on the show. So he also paid me a bunch of money. Oh, but you weren't supposed to say that. I didn't get any. (laughs) I'll share it with you later. Yeah, right. Right. It's all in pennies. Mm. Um, Oh, that's right. PayPal doesn't take pennies, but well, we always start with an opening story, and this one's called Satan Snake, and it comes to us from Patrick. I like I like that. Every snake should have the word Satan in front of it. But anyway, um, <laughs> a few months ago, my mother got a text from our pastor, and the text said, "Would you be able to uh, do a kids moment on Sunday about facing your fears, maybe with a lion puppet or something?" It wasn't an unusual request. He's known for pulling wacky object lessons out of nowhere and isn't particularly shy about asking. Once my sister crawled up to her in a fussy mood and my mom was able to discreetly nurse her and finish the lesson without blinking an eye random random (laughs) random 
But wow. apparently mom is mom mom I'm getting is mom is is really good at uh 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 just handling stuff, stuff you know? <laughs> Even if she's in front of the entire church. So hats off and and hopefully nothing else off uh to her. All right. So uh, <laughs> Sorry, sorry James. I forgot you were there. <laughs> Well, this week, she knew just what to do. Sunday came along, and up she marched to the front of the church with her trusty helper, me, in tow. So Patrick's there. And and she began talking about fears, and she got the kids to list a few things they were nervous about, and she read a Bible verse about bravery, and then casually bent down and opened the lid on a small container and pulled out a cute little garter snake. There's no such thing as a cute snake <laughs> in my world. But our current homeschool nature study, it was it was our current homeschool nature study pet. So, you know. Oh. Yeah. So at this pet moment, two form. things happened. Most of the congregation squinted and leaned in to see what she had. But one man let out an audible gasp and rapidly slunk to the back of the sanctuary. We all turned to look. And sure enough, there was our hairy tattooed pastor cowering by the sound booth. <laughs> <laughs> I should pause here and say that. This is exactly what my mother knew would happen because we live close enough to the parsonage to hear the same gasp routinely over the summer. And the boys know what it means. It means come rescue the poor harmless snake from the big scaredy man of God. So <laughs> as my tomboy mother convinced the pastor to come up to the front and show the kids what conquering your fears actually looks like, I stepped <laughs> close behind her. She's trying to get fired is what it is. But during our yeah. prayer for courage, I, during the prayer when everybody's eyes were closed, I slipped the live snake out of my mom's hand and replaced it with a yellow plastic snake instead. So as soon as we said amen, the pastor hesitantly reaches out his hand. His whole body is shaking. His legs are poised to run. And then my mom just threw the snake at him. <laughs> he shrieks and abandoned us to finish the kid's moment amid the uproar. And when we finally came back out, it was a great sermon. He has since allowed his daughter to have a pet snake of her very own, but she, but he won't touch it. And he has thrown her under the bus. Uh, my mom under the bus from the pulpit. Every chance he gets ever since Aww. Patrick. <laughs> That's great. That's rad. So yeah, she's trying to get fired from getting those Saturday night calls. Exactly. Lesson tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you somehow fabricate a lion puppet? No, I can't, but I have a snake. I just uh, got a snake. I know you're afraid of him, so here you go. There you go. That's it. Well, let's uh, rewind the week. Rewinding. We like to rewind the week by telling a story from the last seven days or so, and I'll go first. I've got two, but I'm going to space yep. them out. So. Um, yesterday, no, Wednesday, Wednesday. It's important. Wednesday, we were out on a date, me and my wife, and we were in a restaurant that was pretty, pretty loud, not quite bar loud, but you know, um, Texas cattle company kind of loud, you know, oh, and I don't know how loud that is. Oh, well, it's, is it's cows mooing. It's a, it's a restaurant. It's a steak place. Oh. So um, it, anyway, it's, it's loud. It's loud enough, but through the din, I can hear all I can, all I can describe it as is a magical sound. Okay. Hmm. I, I hear what sounds like a fairy casting a spell. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, it's like bells tingling or something. Oh, okay. And, um, I asked my wife, I'm like, can you hear that? Is it? Cause it was annoying. And I, I assumed it was somebody on their phone playing Candy Crush or or possibly uh, a toddler with a little magic wand, you know, that makes a noise when you shake it or something like that. And 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 my wife's like, what noise? I'm like, and it did it again. I'm like, that one right there is like a magic noise. And she says, no, I don't, I don't hear anything. And uh, so I, I guess I'm just crazy. So. No, that's the sound of the harps that you hear before you go to heaven. But because you said they're annoying, God decided to leave you on earth for a while. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh. So I was in the process of dying is what you're saying. Yeah, but you came back, man. Well, good. Because no. I, I don't want to die 
behind a table eating dinner. That is a terrible way for a fat guy to die. He died eating, <laughs> doing what he loved, eating his dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, no. that's just... So anyway, who's got a weekly update? I got, I got a couple, but James, do you have something? Yeah. Okay. okay you go ahead. Want me to share mine first? Sure, go ahead. Okay, well, during the play that I'm in, I'm singing along and stuff. And Is this uh, your story? Or, or Yeah, this is my story. Oh, well, no, we don't want to tell that one yet. <laughs> yeah, this is weekly oh. updates. This, this is weekly is update time. Partially. Fun. This is Partially. just little stories from the week. Oh. So yeah, you get your own intro when that comes up. Yeah, okay? that's special. We want to save that. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. mine because mine is an LBB alert. Oh, boy. Okay, hold on. Let me play it. Yeah. Uh, where is it at? There it is. One of the many tools of the devil. Okay. Yes, yes. Now, there's there's many LBBs in this situation, but I'm going to focus on one group in particular. And uh, I'll name them in a moment. But I, I, I should give some backstory. We have, are you familiar with a roundabout? Yeah, it's a circle drive it's, thing. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, yeah, it's a traffic pattern that, it's supposed to, it, a lot of times it'll replace a four-way stop. Yeah. And, and they're, I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm just saying. I'm not a big fan, but we had, we have one down here where I live that, that kind of popped up overnight and nobody has liked it since. And, and I've, and I've found that the reason that really nobody likes it is because nobody uses it properly. One, it's kind of small. And so it's kind of awkward to drive around, but two, people still treat it like a four-way stop. Because ah. it's kind of down in the country a little bit, and and they'll treat it like a four-way stop, and and they don't understand that you're supposed to yield to the person on your left, and so when you when you don't have to yield to somebody, you go right, while the people on your right get all upset because they want to honk at you. They're like, "Oh no, it was my turn to go," but it wasn't. Anyways, that that's the frustrating thing of that roundabout. But there's always traffic there and stuff, and it's kind of a frustrating point. People who have actually moved out of the area because of that stupid round. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know of one person specifically. Um, that was why they moved. Because they didn't <laughs> want to be around about every morning. Or on the way back home. But every now and then on a on a beautiful day, we have a lot of people that like to ride motorcycles uh, through this area. Because it's kind of a pretty area, you know? And... Um, Saturday last week was just one of those days. It was a great day. It was cool outside. And, and man, the bikers were out in force. And it's like every biker club in Georgia decided that this was going to be the day that they went out for their kickoff spring ride or something. I don't know. Now, this is where the roundabout comes into play. here Because uh, Saturday afternoon traffic was in full effect. And these this, this group of bikers... They decided that they didn't, they didn't want to use the roundabout the way that it was intended. So one of the biker guys decided to block the roundabout so that nobody could use it, so that all the bikers could go through, you know, in their little buddy team. Now, I don't want to be a jerk here, but I'm going to sound like one anyways. Um, I believe that everybody should follow the rules, right? Yeah, no joke. Because you're on two wheels doesn't mean that. Uh, you know, that you get the opportunity to skip the rules just because you got a ton of them with you. And I, I promise you, this biker gang was probably a half a mile long. And I was like, okay, this is fine, all right? I, I can deal with this. The guy finally moved, and the, the whole gaggle of bikers was, was gone through. But apparently they had some some following people in pickup trucks that, that just, you know, they wanted to stick with their buddies and keep up with them so that they could make sure they could do repairs if they needed to or whatnot. I don't know. But they decided to keep going. And, like, it was pandemonium ensuing. It just was very frustrating. And so I don't hate bikers because, you know, I like to ride a motorcycle. I would like to. I'm not allowed to. Or just mind you. Uh, my wife won't let me. But, <laughs> but Bikers are kind of LBBs for this. Wow. I was waiting for you to say it. I didn't think you'd actually say it. I am going to say right now that I am not on board with this. <laughs> bikers are friends. I love you all, especially <laughs> those of you that carry weapons and stuff. You're uh, my favorite. I never want to cross you on the highway. 
<laughs> I will um I will also echo your sentiments. But uh <laughs> but please be mindful of everybody else. I mean, when I'm driving my my big truck around, I'm mindful of the fact that there are bikers, right? Because I know it's dangerous. Right. And 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 stuff, but Hey, we all got to follow the rules, right? No, I agree. I I agree. We've got a group of four-wheeler riders that will ride through the neighborhoods, full-on blast noises, engines running, go doing tricks and crap. None of them have uh, street registration or license plates or anything. And it's just like, it's like a group of guys and they just do this. And if you look at them, they will look at you like, I'm going to kill you for yeah, looking at me like that. And so nobody I'm looks afraid. at them. And <laughs> so I understand. I understand. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I in the, in the city, we deal with bikers, uh, both bikers and cyclists, um, as well that, that just don't think the rules apply to them. And, and, and it, it, it chafes me sometimes because I see the sticker and the thing that says, you know, look out for bikers, look twice, you know, and all this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, if you would drive like a car, it would be a lot easier to treat you like a car, you know, but it's very rare to see a motorcyclist that is keeping the same speed as, you know, the, the majority of the traffic. So, yeah, well, secretly I'm jealous. That's, <laughs> That's what it really is. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, I told you I had one more. Um, mine has to do with being in a car as well. So um, <laughs> I was I was parked behind this uh, this particular car, and it had a sticker that said it it, it just said "Believe in unicorns," and it had <laughs> and it had a unicorn on it, and I was wow. like. Do those kind of stickers even work? Because immediately I was thinking about the ones that say believe in Jesus or the ones that just say Jesus, you know, or whatever. And I've always wondered, do those work? And I just thought, you know what? This one did. So now I <laughs> I just decided right then and there that I was going to believe in unicorns. And so now I'm a person that believes in unicorns. And, uh, and so <laughs> that's about it. And I, and I told my wife. On the way home from dinner the other night about this, I just randomly said, I just want you to know something that's very important about me is, is I've become someone that believes in unicorns. And she's like, I thought you were going to say something serious, you know, <laughs> what <That's> serious. <laughs> and I said, but I'm not sure I've done it right because I don't feel any, any different. I don't, <laughs> you know, my heart hasn't changed. There's been nothing inside of me that is different. And she goes, wait a minute. You heard that magic sound at the restaurant. <laughs> she's like maybe that's the, the, the unicorn magic that you're hearing and i'm no. like oh maybe you're right so. it makes sense now my theory was way off you're a unicorn so baby. i have opened my mind to a whole new dimension i'm gonna start hearing weird noises and fairies and crap so I just want you guys to know I believe in Jesus <laughs> and I believe in unicorns. Well, the unicorns don't have any saving power, right? Uh, just a- right, right. It's totally separate thing. I mean, it's like believing in Santa Claus or believing in, in um, uh, I don't know, uh, the, the, the new vaccine or whatever that I've already had <laughs> one of the shots on. Uh, you, you just, you just take it on faith, you know, you know, maybe my, hopefully my government's not trying to kill me. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I but yeah, I, I just, the, the sticker worked. It, it did something wow. and it, it's, uh, apparently I can hear unicorn magic now. So <laughs> now hopefully my earlier thing makes sense, you know, more it, sense. It makes more sense. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, also would like to remind everybody and tell everybody about the most amazing thing that I've ever done in my whole life. And this, and I've done some amazing things. I've, I've been present while my wife had babies. Um, I've gotten married before I've, I've preached, I've done all kinds of things, but this tops them all. I am now, I have a YouTube and I am now a YouTuber. (laughs) 
because yes. I I YouTubed and um I I did a live stream and I posted it and you can view it right now um even in the future at at youtube.com slash nlcast because uh, online I'm known as NLcast and that's my yeah. that's my rapper name. So NLcast. Yeah. I watched too yeah? part of it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was very good. It was entertaining. Thank you. I died twice on my first starter world. So okay. it was it was rough. It was it, it's hard to talk, tell stories, and play a game at the same time. And yeah, watch and chat. You were a girl for a little bit too. That was the awesome part. Yes, I was. For some <laughs> reason, I was Alex for like a millisecond when I first logged in. It was it was crazy. So, anyway, uh, so you know, I'm a YouTuber now. So that just means that I am now better than I was, and uh-huh. I'm better than you, and I'm yeah. I'm gonna be rolling in the in the stacks. I'm gonna be Mr. Beast and all over the place. Uh, yeah. we're going to start giving away money and I'm going to become like Jake Paul and I'm going to start fighting people <laughs> and it's, yeah. you're going to hear about me in the news and, and they won't know whether to call me in cast or James. And, uh, so anyway, and then me and dream will start hanging out <laughs> and that will be cool. <laughs> uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be bad boy. Halo. It'll be George Not Found, it'll be Dream, it'll be Skeppy, and it'll be Technoblade, and then you'll hear about NLcast and Green, Green, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm I'm just you know my my, my video only has a hundred views, but but and but, I, you know it's it's just been a day or so. So you know anyway, yeah. go check it out if you like hearing stories. And um, by the, and while someone's telling stories, they're also playing a video game. Then it will appeal to you. Uh, yeah, I don't know why that's up there. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it'll be it'll be fun for the whole family. So anyway, that that's that's that. All right. Um, hey, we got an iTunes review that I loved so much, and I want to read it. It's from Pompeii Pizzeria. Too soon. Ooh. Too soon. Pompeii was just the other day in the history of things. Um, one of the greatest things to bless my ear holes. He, he titles it when I was what, but a beat. Yeah. Let me try that again. When I was a wee lad of 16 or 17 in high school, I was browsing on iTunes and I came across a little show called nobody's listening. I remember that. I know that show. That, that is a, that's our old name. Uh, my yeah. young brain was intrigued. How can there be a show called such a thing? Well, I looked at the episode names and saw interesting titles such as I Met Jesus in a Water Park, Hot Fresh Pizza, and my favorite title, Zombie from Jesus, and I decided to give it a try. After many stories of mine have been read, a couple of breaks in the show, and even a name change, I'm proud to say that it is still the best podcast I've ever listened to. That's crazy. Yes. James is the king of wit finding the humor in any situation and pushing the limits. John is a master of manipulating his voice to suit whatever need he sees. And his quote unquote innocence is so endearing. Uh, (laughs) The stories on this show have given me so many laughs and inside jokes. Uh, I'm proud to be a part of this amazing community. Pompeii pizzeria. Amazing. That's how you write a review right there. I'm going to tell you. Awesome. He only left one star though, so hate him. Oh no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, good. <laughs> I want to go to Pompeii Pizzeria. Yeah, go for some Pompeii pizza. You, you get your pizza, and it's covered with four inches of ash. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm really funny. The younger you are. <laughs> uh, James and, is uh, laughing because he knows what Pompeii is. Yes. <laughs> Study history. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, yeah, you you get little tools and you get to go down and uh, and uh, dig through the ash and whatever you uncover, you get to eat. So chisel out oh, your pepperoni yeah. and there's and in some places there's there's actually hollow voids of where the uh, where the, the the pepperonis and the peppers and the you know the mushrooms are and you can yeah. you can fill those with you know with concrete and you'll see where where your where your toppings were. Yeah. It's great. Oh. 
position. Interesting. Yeah. So it's. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a pizza and they put it in a museum and you never get to touch it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the best side. Um, so Johnny, I mean, John, I keep wanting to say Johnny. Uh, James <laughs> has a featured story he's bringing to us today that he tried to tell us already. So yeah. uh, he's going to tell it to us right now. Let me tell y'all a story. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So James, uh, uh, again, thank you for coming on and blessing yeah. us with your presence. Uh, I am looking forward to this story. You said this story is called the embarrassing act. Yep. Mm. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody strap on your listening ears and sit yep. crisscross applesauce in a circle. Cause it's circle time story with James. Here we go. So, if you don't already know, I'm in a play called Beauty and the Beast. Oh, and what are you? Yeah, what what part are you? Too. What part are you playing? Well, I'm not a big role. I'm a spoon and a candle. Maker. <laughs> You're a spoon and a what? Candle maker. A spoon and a candle. So 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 you play a part of the a crowd, like like the townsfolk. Yep. And then you're a your spoon. Is yeah. there is there a specific costume that you get to wear? Yeah, for the spoon, it's this giant silvery thing that I put on my head, and then it looks like a spoon. Yeah, yeah. Could it's I get a picture of that costume? <laughs> totally. Okay. Yeah. All His right. face is where the ladle part would be. Okay. Yep. And do you have to wear silver paint on your face or anything like that? No. Okay. Good. You good. That's good. All right. You had to wear. Me. All right. I'm all caught up. So go ahead. Okay. So during the be our guest song. Uh, there's, there's this, I don't know how to say this. Okay. Take your time. Um, it's hard for a him person to I it. admire. Oh, oh, is, is this, and, is this person a girl? Ooh, is it? Yes. Okay. Ooh, it's a girl. A, a girl you admire. <laughs> All right. And what part does she play? Uh, she plays a rug. A rug. <laughs> <laughs> He's a rug. <laughs> That's the easiest role ever. Her parents must be so proud. <laughs> you should go out for drama. Okay, Mom, I will. What, did, what role did you get? Oh, you'll never guess. I got the rug. <laughs> it's better than uh, the guy that got welcome, Matt. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, so she has a costume too, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Is that why you admire her? Because she's a rug? No. No? What is it about this young lady that, that, that pulls at your heartstrings? Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 um, is, she, is she cute? Yes. Okay. All right. So that's part of it. Is she nice? Yes. Okay. Does she know you? <laughs> yes okay okay all right good these are all good things this, this, yeah okay so there's a girl you admire who is playing a rug in your play, in a play. <laughs> right yeah. and in this one part we have to touch shoulders oh gosh <laughs> so so the spoon and the rug are standing very close to each other yeah and <clears throat> Stop. Our heads kind of touch. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> On purpose? <laughs> kind of. Your heart, oh. your heart must leap in your chest every practice. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would imagine so. You poor thing. Huh. <laughs> That's so good. I didn't know this. This is news to me. Uh, and uh. then at the end of the show, when we're bowing down and stuff, uh -huh. I have to hold hands. Oh yeah! Oh! All right! <laughs> uh, oh, that's the best. James, 
This is just hang what? on Wonderful. to that hand. Just hold on tight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you've got you've got four nights that you get to look forward to holding her hand and touching her shoulder. Now, now let me let me ask an important question. Is does the rug think the spoon is cute? Uh, well, there are four spoons. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a big production with four spoons. Four whole yeah. spoons, man. This beast is rolling in the money. He's got so much <laughs> flatware. It's crazy. So <laughs> I'm talking about a very specific James-shaped spoon. That it, um, did you, did she, Do you think that she might have, you know, some some maybe some heartstrings for you, too? Or, or are maybe. you guys... She looks at me a little odd. Oh, I'm, what do you mean by odd? Yeah. Like, whenever we first see each other, she kind of gets a little smirk on her face. Uh-huh. Ah. That's good. That could be good. Mm. That could be good. Or she might have gas. Oh. No, no, no. We don't want to think about that. <laughs> this is a young lady. And she's a rug. And uh, <laughs> does she have any other roles besides being the rug? Uh, or does she have dual roles? Village child. Village child. Wow. Oh. Okay. All right. That's interesting. So James plays a. Uh, uh, you play a, a candle maker, right? Yep. Now, does that character have anybody special in his life? Yes, actually. Okay. Um, Tell us about that. So there's this girl in sixth grade. I'm not going to say her name. Because no, don't. Yeah. Probably, probably won't like it. Um, <laughs> so when we were going over some things we were at my part where I say because her head's up on some cloud and uh, we both kind of step up mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. the person says okay so you two are a couple so this is the director right the director telling yeah, the director you this? Uh -huh. I say okay so you two are a couple so you all like always have to agree to each other okay okay and like, that was Oh, okay. That was news to you, huh? Mm-hmm. You remember what you told your mom when you got in the car that day? No, I don't. <laughs> this I is think. a story that we tell back and forth in our house. So James gets in the car and he says, I found out my character's married. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, really? Who are you married to? And he says, who are you married to, James? Well, I'm not going to say her name, but the sausage the girl. The sausage girl. <laughs> He's married <laughs> to the sausage girl. All right. Uh, Man, that's a that's a wide variety of uh of careers going on under one household. You yeah. you would you would think that, you know, a candle maker would have a candle maker's wife, but no, sausage maker. So they're sausage. pulling in two incomes into the yeah. family. That's great. So, um, so, so shoulder touching, head touching, hand touching. <laughs> Most of the touchings. All right. So yeah. where's the, <laughs> where, where's the embarrassing part? Well, we don't know each other that great. Okay. And it just seems odd. Like my face kind of feels hot. Like steamy. Oh, yeah. Steamy hot. Yeah, I under I remember that feeling. I don't know. It just feels odd. Yeah. Make you feel a little weird inside. Yes. Yeah, it ain't like elementary school where everybody was just friends with everybody. You, you start feeling weird around the ladies, man. They They have that effect on you, and I don't think they know it. I really don't think women fully understand and appreciate the effect that they have over men and mm. i hope one day talks can open up and we can have like a united nations council and really just sit down and say <laughs> you ladies uh kind of make us all crazy and you don't understand it just don't yeah. so wow so you're married in one world and you're a spoon that likes a rug in another <laughs> Spoons and rugs yeah. don't normally hang out, you know, unless the spoon falls on the rug. And then you oh. have to get a new spoon because that one's now dirty. Right. So, right. you know, unless you live in a normal house and then you just say five second rule, 
So right, right. Yeah. Okay. To the washer I go. So this is embarrassing for you. Well, I I would be interested in hearing how this uh, play ends up later on. I want I want to I want to hear more about it later on when you know I want to see if you know I don't know my my son has had a girlfriend before, and um uh-huh. you know so I I know about the nerves and you know I remember being a young person as well and and uh, I was never a spoon, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it sounds well, i'm an enchanted spoon so i have feelings yes i was gonna say there's there's feelings Can't. there wow wow well congratulations <laughs> thanks yeah. for sharing that with us today that, it, that mm-hmm. sounds more like a confession it's a window a into a world <laughs> that that many of us adults have have forgotten about but i'm sure there's plenty of listeners that are, you know, in elementary or middle school that are just like, they're tracking with every bit of this. They're like, yes, I understand what he's going through. It's terrible and wonderful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Now I expect all of the friends that, that James has that listen to the show, I want you to uh, tease him relentlessly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> just kidding. Right. Don't mess I'll it up for him, you. though. Don't mess this up. <laughs> Don't this, mess up this relationship. This with is the precious. Rug. This is innocence. This is wonderful. This is what life is for. So That's don't right. don't Keep mess proud. it up, people. You're just jealous because you don't have a rug of your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get your own rug, Dad Gummit slash Sausage Girl. Oh wait, it's not the same 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 person. She's a, she's a village child in the other village world. child. Keep forgetting there's two worlds. So anyway, thanks, James, for sharing our featured story today. That was great. You did good. Is there, is there anything you need to add to it before we move on? Uh, no. No? Okay. Well, good deal. Um, if you marry this girl one day, uh, you have to do it as spoon and rug. I just want to say. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So just remember that. And then when you turn 30 and you can start getting tattoos, you have to get a spoon and rug tattoo. So, <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. Okay. So uh, let's do some listener stories. All right. Uh, today's stories are sponsored in part by betterhelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving the goals that you have for your life is there stumbling blocks along the way. BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient. You can start communicating in just under 24 hours and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling. I've used it. It's great. You get to pick who you want to talk to. You get to choose based on their abilities and their specializations. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. I want you to start living a happier life today. I mean, that's what we do here on the show is try to bring happiness to people. And if you're struggling as a listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. So join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash that story show. Thank you, betterhelp.com for your support. All right, we've got uh, uh, a story here from a, lo- a young lady named Hannah. And I'm calling the story Horrible Hannah. Yeah, so she she told the story. Hi, I'm Hannah, and this story takes place about three or four years ago when I was in fifth grade. So when she was James's age, I guess. So oh yeah, she says I had this math homeroom teacher who my best friend and I hated for some strange reason. I'm gonna call her Mrs. Butt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that seems but. a little mean, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, she hated her, though, so there's worse words, I guess, for somebody you hate, but anyway, 
It was teacher appreciation day and some kids got their, their teacher's gifts, but I thought my teacher didn't deserve anything because she was so mean. So I got her nothing. One kid got Mrs. Butt some fancy perfume. And right when she looked at it, she jumped right out of her chair and she asked the kid to take it away immediately. And when the class started asking what's wrong, she said, I'm extremely allergic to most perfumes, especially that one. So she told us she gets a bad rash on her skin and her throat closes up whenever she smells this perfume. So my friend and I looked at each other with smirks on our faces and we knew what each other were thinking and it wasn't good. So when I got home, I told my mom I was going over to my friend's house to do homework. She was my neighbor. But instead, I went over to make a plan that we thought would brutally murder Mrs. Butt. (gasps) What? I know. It's kind of dark all of a sudden. That's very dark. She said her mom had a bunch of perfume. So we went in her mom's bathroom to look, and there were many kinds, but we wanted the type that the kid had brought to her. So we asked her mom if we could go to CVS near the house. But of course, being 11 at the time, there was no way she would allow us to go on our own. So we did what any child would do that was evil. We disobeyed her, and we grabbed our piggy bank money, and we took our bikes to the closest drugstore, and we found what we wanted and bought it. She asked me to bring it with me to school because her mom looks through her bag and would have seen the perfume. So apparently this girl's bad. And cause Whoa. you know, if your mom's already looking through your stuff all the time, that, yeah. that, that means you've, you're a bad kid, but trust issues. Indeed. Yeah. She's betrayed their mom's trust. Exactly. I agreed. And the next day we went to the bathroom and we started spraying this perfume all over us. And she said it wasn't enough. So I took the lid off And I splashed some on our hands and we rubbed it all over our face and arms. And we even put some in our hair. We were an absolute mess, but desperate to get rid of Mrs. Butt. They had a murderous plot. It's terrible. We we walked out of the bathroom and all the kids in the hall made faces as we walked by because of the strong smell. I could just see them strutting down the hallway. People moving out of the way because of the stank. We entered Mrs. Butt's class, and right when we took our first step in, she made a sour face. She walked over to us, took a big sniff, and gasped. And my friends and I were laughing so hard that we almost couldn't breathe ourselves because we were evil little demons. That's what it says here. (laughs) She said it herself. She ran out of the room and straight to the bathroom. We didn't see her for the rest of the day or the week. (gasps) And then when she returned on Monday, at the start of class, my friends and I were asked to see the principal. And he asked us if we did it on purpose because we knew of Mrs. Butt and her allergy. But my friend said no. And she squeezed my hand, indicating that I was supposed to say no, too. But I couldn't help it. I started to cry and I admitted everything. And Uh we, we were suspended. And my friend was mad at me. But being 11, we forgot all about it. And we were best friends again. So at the end of the year... Mrs. Butt gave everyone moving on hugs and told us good luck in sixth grade. And when we exited the doors for the last time, we got no hug. (laughs) No, no good luck wish from Mrs. Butt. (laughs) Oh, man. Mrs. Butt did not play. Right now, that same friend is typing this with me. And we realized that we should have been arrested in fifth grade. (laughs) Or at least been placed in a camp. For children who are psychos. <laughs> Hannah from Palm Beach, Florida. Now you see oh, why man. I called it horrible Hannah. Yeah. Horrible Hannah. Oh my gosh. I'm glad okay. that the spirit softened her heart. So oh. that he confessed to the truth. She confessed, man. She was <laughs> she thought she was going to jail. That's why. To kid jail. Kid jail don't play. I have a note for Hannah now. Oh. Oh yeah? Yeah. Just because you hate someone doesn't mean you have to try and kill them. Exactly. <laughs> like wisdom from a fifth grader. Huh? There's this kid in my class that I don't really like, and we get to grade each other's uh little tests. Uh huh. I yeah. wanted to mark everything wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but I only found two things that were wrong on there. Uh-huh. So he got a ninety-eight. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to mark them all wrong. <laughs> oh wow 
Sorry, if you're listening. about my son here. Well, it's good that you didn't do that because that's <laughs> that's how you get in trouble right there, man. Yeah. It, it would come back on you. I have a yeah. feeling you're a lot like me that if, if you do anything bad, you either feel really bad about it or you get caught. One of the two. Oh, uh, yeah. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. It yeah. comes with the name, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. All Jameses are just have bad luck with that. <laughs> some some kids can get away with anything and never get in trouble, but not me, not me, and not little James. So, yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of James, I have a story here from James Wyman. All right. Oh, isn't that coincidence? There's three James on the show right now. <laughs> this story is called Glitter Factory. <laughs> I just assume it's supposed to be read like that. Back in college, I was living in an off-campus house with some of my buddies. One of my buddies, Andrew, had a really nice truck, and he loved to clean it. Every weekend, he would vacuum it out and wash it. Since he loved to clean so much, I figured I should help him out. So one day, I went uh, when he had left his truck unlocked, I got a big bag of small confetti. So small, let's just call it glitter. <laughs> and I poured this glitter into his air vent. That's so terrible. But it doesn't stop there because then I turned his air all the way to high so that when he turned on his truck, the vents would blast glitter all over. <laughs> oh, that's not cool. Not cool, James. Later that day from outside my window, I hear, Vroom! oh, come on. <laughs> Went just like that, uh... I'm sure. Somehow he knew it was me and he burst into my room without question and threw a handful of glitter at me for weeks uh... after that. He said that every time he hit a bump in the road, his truck would expel more little bursts of glitter. Oh, he was a really good sport, though. And on the last day of class, as I was about to drive back home, I walked out to find my entire car plastic wrapped and at least five times the amount of glitter jammed into my air. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound like a good sport to me. Sound like he mm. was hey, out for revenge. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know. If you do something to somebody, you should expect it in return. Yeah, I, especially glitter, man. That stuff never goes away, ever. Oh, that stuff is the devil's dandruff. Man, I bought a brand new car one time. It was my first time ever buying a brand new car. It was a Honda Element. I drove that Joker for 13 years until it just absolutely wouldn't work anymore. But early in the day, um, or early in the time of me owning it, um, I'd been told by the people that had sold it, that you could wash it out with a hose because it had rubber uh, bed liner, you know, just from the front to the back. And, and, uh, and, and I, I was like, eh, I don't want to test that, but, but this means I can kind of treat it like a truck. So one time I went to, uh, cause I worked in children's ministry, I needed hay bales. And so I went to a florist place or a, a I don't know, a, a place that sold hay bales. And the guy asked me, he's like, you want me to put plastic down in here for, for, I throw this in there. And man, I wish I had said yes, but no, I'm like, this is a truck. I'm going to treat it like a truck. So I folded the seats up in the back and he threw about four or five hay bales in the back and, um, went on about my business. Long story short, for the rest of the time I owned that thing, I was picking stinking pieces of hay out of every nook and cranny of the back of that, that, that truck. Uh, it, it went down in the, in the little things where the seatbelts came out of the floor. It went down where the, uh, the tire was, where the jack was. I mean, every little area possible for the entire 13 years, there was hay in there because somebody told me and oversold me on how rugged this vehicle was going to be. And, uh, so I can't imagine glitter out glitter. coming out. I would just get mad. I would, I would have, you'd have to burn the truck if that's the case. I would shove the glitter, glitter into yeah. his mouth is what <laughs> and then I would go to jail for, for, uh, for throwing glitter. And, and they would ask me, what did you do to get into the big house? And I would sit there and I would pick my teeth for a minute and I would say, I threw glitter in a man's mouth and they would go, <laughs> dude, stay away from that guy. Because if you mess with him, yeah, they they call me. They would call me Glitter Factory. So, <laughs> all right, we got a story. It's called Surprise Drug Deal. 
and it's from Boaz, the Fiddler Rockstar, and it goes a little something like this. Uh, yesterday, I was on the subway with my friend Lev, and a homeless guy came up to us to ask us for money. Being the nice person that he is, Lev reached into his bag to get a dollar, and when the guy got the dollar, he looked really weird. And he looked at us suspiciously, and he kind of leans in, and he says, do you guys smoke weed? <laughs> what? He was smoking the whole time he was on the train. Obviously, we don't do drugs or anything like that. But even if we did, we wouldn't take it from him for, for a tons of reasons. So we politely declined, said, no, thank you. And he walked away. He stayed on the same subway car as us. And he just kept smoking the whole time. And every time we'd look at him, he would wave at us and smile. We were pretty confused. But then when we went to get ice cream and Lev opened his wallet, he realized he had accidentally given the man a $50 bill. Therefore, accidentally instigating what could have been a drug deal. (laughs) Because the man obviously assumed that they wanted to buy his weed. Uh, (laughs) He accidentally gave him a 50. Hope this gets on the show. Boaz, fiddler rock star. Man, what is Lev doing with his life? A kid with $50 to just accidentally give away to a homeless dude? Man, I want a friend named Lev. Dad gum. Yeah, me too. Shoot. James, you got any friends that that have 50 bucks in their pocket? No. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Sorry. Little James? Oh, um, no. No. Well, maybe that kid I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah rich kids you know yeah there's it's always fun. something oh, oh man yeah i love that the, the homeless guy is like you know i just need some money i'll get a dollar from this kid it'll be great he gets that 50 and he's like these these kids want to do business <laughs> maybe maybe the dude saw the 50 and is like these kids must be strung out on something if they're going to give me a 50 yeah, maybe that was it. But I, I, I think it was business. <laughs> yeah. I got something for you. I mean, let me give you something back. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> well, the, this this next story comes to us from a, a, a someone who's been part of our show for a long time. Chivalry Bean. All right. Going way back. Justin Lowmaster. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this uh, massive merging misadventure that he's bringing to us today. I was learning to drive with my dad, and the day's adventure, we thought, was going to be merging onto the freeway for the first time. Mm. You remember that moment when you got onto the interstate for the first time? I don't, but um, I'm sure it was scary. Yeah. But I like driving fast, so so just putting the pedal to the metal and going for it was probably a thrill for me. I don't know. I was too stupid to be afraid. Well, maybe that's all of us. Well, that's where it all started for for uh, Justin here. When everything stopped, I'd drive down the back roads and was on the on-ramp to the freeway. Keep accelerating, Dad says. I'm flooring it, I say. And finally, I'm broke, you moron, says the timing belt after I pulled onto the <laughs> side of the road, never actually having made it onto the freeway. Oh, boy. Oh, breaking the timing belt is not fun. We walked down and back to the nearest gas station that was right there at this oasis on the freeway of a truck stop and two gas stations. At the phone booth, there was a mostly drunk hobo with an extremely low-budget Odin cosplay eye patch wrapped over his eye, who, (laughs) after asking if he needed the phone, informed us we were just going to have to wait. Oh, boy. Turns out. uh, that's Yeah, you just got to wait. The pay phone. I mean, this takes us back a few years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It turns out that's just what you have to do when you need to use the phone. You got to wait for it. But someone's already on it anyway, so we did. After a bit, it was the hobo's turn to talk to me while my dad was on the phone. Turns out he was also a racist, half-blind hobo. Okay. That's the, that's the best type, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, most hobos that I've talked to, which has been uh, 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 several, um, most of them have been racist, actually. Oh, so, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, Justin says this was long before being racist was the trend. Oh, don't underestimate hobos. Apparently. Yeah, they were they were on top of things way back before. Uh, <laughs> Hipster hobos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this was right right around when you uh, started to, to be required to dial the area code instead of just the seven digit number when you called someone. But the phone in the booth said you didn't have to do to use the area code unless you didn't. 
and it said you did. Uh. So on the truck stop, onto the truck stop to try the phones there, and I had to bid farewell to my new gauzed-up eye friend. Man, you never forget a hobo that talks to you. You never do. It's just one of the things you never forget. I still remember uh, David and I were walking in Chicago, and this guy was coming at us, and we, he knew that the hobo was going to ask for money. So David David goes up to him and says, hey, man, can I have a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. He's like, oh, sorry then. <laughs> I don't oh. <laughs> and so I'll funny. never forget that, you know. Because oh, the man. interaction with the hobo. The other one was uh, me and my brother were trying to get ICs. And uh, one, of, one of my listeners reminded me of this the, the other day. And uh, the, the hobo said, don't get those things. They'll rot your guts out. And, and then <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said next, but it was about the black guy that was trying to buy something at the counter. And I was like, dang, dude is, is against ICs and black people. He didn't, he didn't like either one. So... He was um, the ISIS racist hobo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, continue. <laughs> the phones at the truck stop were entirely as useless. Oh. As you wonder why you don't see phone booths anymore. No. Finally, we walked under the freeway to the other gas station, and after attempting again and actually ringing a friend who didn't pick up, we asked for some change a second time. And the nice lady let us just use the non-pay phone when she heard about our plight. Good thing the hobo wasn't there. He wouldn't have liked her. Oh. So we rang up our friend who picked up this time, figuring it was uh, important since it was a second unknown caller on the caller ID within such a short time. He helped us to tow the car home, and eventually I got to merge onto the freeway, but that's an adventure for another day. <laughs> Man, just sounds like a bunch of bad stuff happening all at one yeah. time. But, you know, there's nothing like a racist hobo to to <laughs> just bring the whole thing together, you know? Shit. So. Oh. Well, we got time for one more. This one is called Bug Chug. Uh-oh. And it's from Agatha. My name is Agatha Molyneux from Edinburgh, Scotland. So I'm sure I butchered that last name. You may remember me from the story Prayer Presumption. I'm 10 years old now, and I've been listening to your show for over a year, and I love it. Please never stop making more. And just for another try, I decided to send in a story. And it's titled Roach Feet. No, it's not. It's Roach t- Feet. It's titled Bug Chug. It's better if I need Neither of those titles. Yeah. So this story happened to my granny, and she told me my dad and me. So one night, my granny had a party, like a, a real party, a grown-up party, drink <laughs> a drinking party. And she, <laughs> she was up late saying goodbye to her guests. And after the guests had left, my granny went to the living room. She was very tired because uh, she was up late, and there was a lot of mess to tidy up, and she was three sheets into the wind. Before cleaning, she slumped into a chair and spotted her beer bottle, which still had a little bit of beer inside, and not looking properly because she was so quote-unquote tired she took a big swig only to find that there was a live roach in the bottle no 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 my granny said she could feel the tiny feet of the roach (laughs) scuttling around in her mouth full of fluid on her tongue (laughs) she immediately spat out the roach and it crawled away alive and probably a little drunk (laughs) The moral of this story is always look in your drink before you take a sip. Now, the moral of the story is don't be drunk <laughs> when there's roaches in your house. Hope this makes it on the show. Uh, I think it did. Your faithful listener, Agatha from Edinburgh, Scotland. Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, Agatha. Wow. So, yeah. Ro- <laughs> Bug chug. Story got passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. You never forget a <laughs> you never forget an you encounter forget with a, a bug in your low, mouth. Or an encounter with a a live bug in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was what? Agatha's grandma all along. Somebody said in the chat it was Agatha all along. I'm like, it's Agatha's grandma <laughs> all along. Bug. Oh. It's a roach beer. 
Goodness gracious. Well, have a special name for that in Scotland, don't they? I think so. I think so. Well, James, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, I was happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. And uh, I hope you can come back sometime, man. Thanks for your story. And uh, we'll, we're going to take it home now. Hey, have you ever have a funny life story? Have you ever used an object lesson during a sermon to uh, turn your church into a snake handling church? Have you ever tried to kill your teacher with a ton of perfume? Have you ever messed with your friend by dumping glitter into his truck vents? Or accidentally instigated a drug deal while trying to bless the homeless? Have you ever had a series of horrible events happen to you while trying to learn to drive on the freeway that mostly had to do with phones? Uh, have you ever realized that your grandma likes to party and the party don't stop till somebody drinks a bug? Whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just find a hobo and say, hey, <laughs> come with me. Let's make a memory. This belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Mm. To keep you updated on the love story between the spoon and yeah, the Yeah, I need, I need okay. a spoon in the rug. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Just confessed his adoration for a rug. Okay. <laughs>